0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber, and today we're going to be talking about the potential missing key to you going from dating to exclusive. Before we get into that, I want to share with you my free guide called Copy and Paste Texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. The link for that is going to be in the show notes below. Also, I wanted to ask you if you haven't already to leave a review on Apple Podcasts for this podcast. I just took the time now to leave some reviews for places that I've been here um, for traveling, places that I stayed, the surf camp that I did. And yeah, I think it's easy to think, one, we don't have time to leave the review or also that they don't need it because they already have a lot of reviews. But I know from my perspective that every review that I see means a lot to me. And I read them and I go back to them. And also more reviews means that more people will find this podcast and also potentially be helped by it. So if you would like to leave a review, you can do so by searching for the podcast on Apple Podcasts, clicking on it, going all the way down, and then there's a section to leave a review. On Spotify, you can just tap the rating. It's much easier. But I really appreciate it. Thank you. Also, we just wrapped up enrollment for this next round of From Dating to Exclusive, which is my coaching program where I teach you how to go from dating to exclusive, avoid casual relationships, and create a committed relationship. I had some of my first sessions and conversations with the new women who joined. So, when you join, you fill out an application form where you share what your goals are in dating, what you're wanting to create, what your current challenges are um, perceived or maybe that you don't even know what your challenges or obstacles are. And then we discuss them together. And so I've had some of my first few sessions with the new women. And I'm always really glad that they joined the program because in the first call, we can usually identify two to three things That are standing in the way of them going from dating to exclusive. And after having worked with so many women and cultivating and simplifying and distilling this process of going from dating to exclusive, it's really easy to spot where people are off track. And it's not easy to do it yourself when you're in it. And so that's why it's so helpful to have somebody who is completely not part of your life to talk to you about dating from that perspective and be able to point those things out. And I know that when they start working on those things or they just, some of them are just quick fixes, quick things to change, that they will be on a much straighter path to the kind of relationship that they want. Now, all of those obstacles or patterns or things that might be off the path to creating a committed relationship Are different from person to person. And that's why it's so good to have the personalized coaching where you can ask questions and all of that. So today in our podcast episode, we're going to be talking about another big one that will be relevant for a lot of you. And also for a lot of you may not be relevant at all. Like with all of these podcast episodes, some of them are probably right on point for where you are. And some of them don't apply to you because it's not your situation. But if this does apply to you, I think this is going to be a very important episode for you. So here's what I want you to consider for today. What if the only thing missing, the only thing standing in the way between you and your goal of creating an exclusive relationship was consistency? Consistency is one of the key defining factors for your chances of going from dating to exclusive with a wonderful person within a year. And I think that a lot of people don't realize how inconsistent they are. It feels like you've been dating forever. It feels like you've been trying so hard. It feels like you have been consistent. But I want to talk about what consistency really looks like and what it doesn't look like but sometimes can feel like we are being consistent a quick side note before we get into that i'm currently in sevilla spain and i'm at a co-working space and it is so loud outside there's somebody like playing the accordion and then there's somebody going like through the restaurants playing the guitar for people so you might hear some flamenco in the background as i'm recording this so let's talk about what it means to be inconsistent there are the more obvious inconsistencies which are taking big breaks from dating frequently not just after a breakup but um, taking unintentional breaks then there's not going on dates consistently and only going on a date every once in a while specifically because you haven't implemented strategies to create one date per week whether you meet that person online or in person. It also looks like not giving your mindset attention every day. So there's little to no housekeeping of your mind and what a lot of people do instead is they want to have big breakthroughs and they commit for like a week or want to go very deep or want to have some massive life change to facilitate a giant breakthrough. But what they're not paying attention to is consistent sweeping of your mind on a daily basis. So when we go through dating, we expose ourselves to all kinds of people and experiences, and we open ourselves up to complete strangers a lot of the time. And it's completely unpredictable in a lot of ways what happens with those people. So along the way, we can pick up these little emotional paper cuts, or sometimes gashes, depending on the experience that we have. And the mindset work and paying attention to our thoughts and our feelings and being mindful about that and shifting them to be what we want them to be instead of just what they default to being is a consistent, small, daily process. And it really is just like 10 to 15 minutes per day dedicated to sweeping up your mind. Inconsistency also looks like downloading and then deleting the apps and then downloading them again but then not being active on them and going back and forth with the apps. It looks like saying that you want to meet men in person but then not actually taking the steps necessary to create those opportunities to meet men in person. And it can also look like going backwards, back to the 40% guy that you let go of because you believed in something better, but then as soon as the first or second thing didn't work out, you went back to the person that you knew wasn't right for you. So there's many examples of what inconsistency can look like, but one thing that's really important as well is that sometimes when we're doing all of these things, it can still feel like we're consistent because we are on the app after all, like it is on our phone. And we did just download it again. And we did chat some people, but we didn't really give our full energy. Or we did meet that person, but it didn't work out. So what's the harm in just dating this 40% guy a little bit in between? Or we are thinking about dating a lot. We're thinking a lot about The fact that we want a relationship or the fact that we feel lonely or the fact that dating is so hard, but thinking about things or dabbling in things consistently is not the same as staying the course and being consistent until you create the relationship that you want. Now, just to contrast, I think just by sharing what inconsistency looks like, you get a better idea of what consistency looks like. But I also want to give you some examples of what consistency can look like. Consistency means you get mixed results. So being consistent doesn't mean that everything always works out exactly how you planned with the exact person that you wanted it to in the exact time frame that you desired for it to work out. Being consistent means that you will get inconsistent results date to date, week to week, month to month even though you are being a consistent factor in your dating life. What's different though, is that when we are inconsistent, our plan of action changes depending on the feedback that we get from the world. So every time you go on a date, at the end of that date, you're redeciding what you will do next week. You're redeciding if you should continue or quit, if you should stay the course or not, if you should go back to the 40% guy or keep going. It's always up for debate whether you keep going in a consistent way. When you're consistent, the plan stays the same no matter what the results of this week's date were. Consistency also looks like taking intentional breaks when you need them. But the key word is intentional. And intentional means that you are Doing your mindset work during the break and spending a lot of time and energy to refill yourself. So reconnecting with your passions, hobbies, friendships, connections, work, future, whatever it is outside of dating that gives you meaning during those breaks. And the breaks are also not just um, unintentional. Like eh, I'm just gonna like leave this dating thing alone for a while. You actually just take it day by day, and week by week. So for some experiences, maybe you just need a few days to take a little break, focus on yourself, recover, and generate your energy again to go on the next date. Sometimes you need a week, and then at the end of that week, you decide if you need another week, but you don't just leave it open for an extended period of time, and you definitely don't decide, you know what, I'm going to take three months off, because that's deciding how you will feel three months from now instead of committing to regenerating yourself this week and then checking in at the end of the week to see where you are. Being consistent when you're in the coaching group means coming to calls consistently or watching the recordings if you can't make them live. So showing up for yourself and having this intention every week And committing to having this hour where you just focus on learning how to connect better, how to be on track for what you want, and making those little 2% changes that really add up week after week. So that being said, inconsistency is a symptom, right? So there are specific challenges or obstacles that get in the way of us being consistent. And that's what I want to spend some time talking about today. Also, there are two podcast episodes that come to mind off the top of my head, where I interviewed my clients who went through the coaching program, and I don't remember what episodes there, but they are also on my website. We actually recorded a video for each of them. So... Zoo Hall's testimonial and Rachel's testimonial on the coaching page are really good examples of what it looks like in reality to be consistent with dating over a year. Both of them had their ups and downs. Both of them had inconsistent results in terms of feedback date to date. And both of them created an exclusive relationship. And also both of them tried some other exclusive relationships that were not the one first. And yet they were still committed and still consistent. And they didn't use that as a reason to just take off six months to eight months off of dating and to unintentionally just put it by the wayside. They took intentional breaks, they recovered, they stayed committed, they stayed consistent, and those would be great videos to watch. So let's talk about what gets in the way of us being consistent number one is low belief so the core beliefs that you need to adopt are men want relationships specifically with me because I'm awesome and relationships are amazing those are the three core beliefs that keep us consistent when we believe and operate from that place It's easier to be consistent in dating because we know that men want relationships, that we are wonderful, and that relationships are wonderful. When any of those, or maybe all three of them, are lacking, it becomes very difficult to be consistent in dating. It's hard to be consistent when you are looking for a relationship, but your predominant belief is that men don't want relationships it's difficult to be consistent when you believe maybe they do, but nobody will want one with you because you have a specific flaw or a specific challenge. Or you think that maybe people do want relationships and they would want one with you now, but what they're not thinking about is how difficult relationships are and how it just gets worse and worse down the road. So if you have any of those negative thoughts running in your mind and you're not feeling confident in those three belief pillars it's going to be very difficult to stay consistent with the process until you meet your person and in the coaching work that we do together in listening to this podcast and doing mindset work what we're doing is seeding and building those beliefs so that they become the predominant way that you think and the way that you're operating, and therefore it's much easier to be consistent. The next challenge that gets in the way of consistency is low resiliency. So when we do experience a setback or a challenge in dating, we take a lot of time to recover. And it really, it's like you fall to the ground, it's like, ugh, like it's really hard to get back up. And that is the result of not having a specific caretaking method for when you experience a challenge or a setback in dating. If you only rely on time healing things in dating, then you will become less and less resilient over time, because you it's kind of like if you break your bone, But rather than using a cast and having like a plan and a system for healing your bone, you just give it time. And I actually don't know (laughs) how this would work in real life if you just never fixed your broken bone, if you just like let it be. (laughs) But I'm guessing it wouldn't grow back together correctly. It probably would be more difficult to walk on or use later down the road because you didn't take proper care of it. So resiliency isn't about being unaffected by dating, but it's about how you manage and deal with the things that can and do happen in dating that are challenging. And if the only thing you're doing is basically giving yourself time and hoping that it just kind of resolves itself on its own, instead of looking at the beliefs that you picked up or some of the negative thoughts that you picked up or investing time and energy back into yourself in an intentional way, then you will over time feel like dating is harder and harder and it becomes more difficult to be consistent. The next obstacle that gets in the way of being consistent is low priority. So just having other things always take priority over dating Not creating time and space to go on one date per week. And always telling yourself a story that other things are more important. Like work and career is more important. Or not seeing dating as an investment in yourself. So it feels like dating is something that you do that takes away from yourself instead of an investment in the kind of future and relationship that you want. Sometimes dating isn't a priority because it hurts to be connected to our why, right? So your deep reason for wanting to stay committed, wanting to be consistent and wanting a relationship, it can sometimes feel uncomfortable to acknowledge that when we don't have it yet. And it's really important to not resolve that discomfort by just disengaging from dating altogether and prioritizing other things that feel more accessible right now in this moment. So in order to stay consistent, we need to be in touch with why this is a priority and why we are doing this. Our why is also what gives us perspective, where we're not just thinking about what we are doing in dating this week and how it went with that one guy. We're thinking about our life 10 years from now and what we want to create on purpose and the experience that we want to have. And we have to be in touch with that to be willing to do the little consistent things today and this week. When we zoom out that way, it also gives us more resiliency because everything is put into perspective. And it also gives us more belief because it's easier sometimes to picture ourselves like, you know what, 10 years from now, no matter what's going on this week, it's done. Like I'll have figured it out. If I actually, let's just say I stayed consistent for 10 years, i probably create that relationship a lot sooner than 10 years. I will have it complete figured out in that amount of time. So zooming out can sometimes help us with our belief. And then we can also see where our gaps are missing. It's like, okay, what about nine years? Six years? Three years? Two? One? Could you do it in one? That's where we start to see, okay, where does my belief start to fade? But you can also rely on that bigger vision to See what it feels like to really believe in yourself to be able to create that relationship. So, all of that being said, let's go back to that first question. What if the only thing getting in the way of you creating an exclusive relationship was you being consistent with what you know you need to do to create an exclusive relationship? What if it wasn't anything other than that? What if it wasn't more complicated? What if it wasn't some deep thing that you needed to fix within yourself or figure out or heal or resolve? What if it wasn't something that needs to be fixed or resolved in society and men? What if it was just you staying on track for an extended period of time instead of small blips of time that was the solution to you creating what you want? All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening today. I will talk to you on the next episode. Have a great day. Bye.